When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Lindsay. Yo. WTF is Two Girls, One Podcast. I think it might be a podcast. Oh. I I know it's a podcast. Oh. And I, we're recommending it. Tell me more. Okay. Two Girls, One Podcast. It's two actors who perform bizarre internet content and stage dive into the deepest web wormholes with fandoms, tech pioneers, and members of fringe online communities. Ali Goldberg and Jen Jamula have hilarious and humanizing conversations with bronies, top Reddit moderators, professional ticklers, video game archaeologists, dating app engineers, adult babies, cuddling specialists, vampires, Jedi, living dolls, and more. I'm sorry, living dolls, I'm in. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know. I, what's blowing my mind is you said a lot of things, but there's still more. There's yeah, more there's after that. More. There's so much more. How could there be more? Take a listen. Well, it turns out that weird internet people are just like us. And so, of course, there's more. Two Girls, One Podcast is produced and distributed by The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. It is a part of the Podglomerate Network. You can listen now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Forever. Dog. The perfect tan or the perfect murder. This week on the podcast, R.L. Stein's Sunburn. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses why pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay K. Ty. I'm another one of your hosts, Callie Nugent. And today is Sunburn. Sunburn. Burning in the sun for two chapters. Dude, this girl is literally burning in the sun for two chapters. <laughs> Just her face. I was so annoyed by this book. Why is it called Sunburn? Because her face is he, burned. He set up such what I thought was going to be a very cool thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, first, do you want to read the back of the book? I have a stupid omnibus. Okay, here, let me look for it. Let's do this. Or I'm going to try to make oh, one up. Oh, okay. Okay. Never mind. Do you want to make one up? <laughs> okay. I'll try to make one up and then you'll, you'll say that one. Okay. Okay. When Claudia w- Walker was invited to see her old camp friends from last summer, she jumped at the chance to stay at her friend Marla's fancy ass mansion on the beach, a private beach. But as soon as she arrived, the accidents began happening. Could it have had anything to do with the death of Marla's sister last summer? Mm, probably. <laughs> okay, that was really close. <laughs> Claudia Walker was in search of the perfect tan when oh she God. accepted her friend Marla's invitation to spend the weekend at her cliffside beach house. Little did she know that horrible, fatal accidents would occur on the beach and in the house. Or <laughs> are they really accidents? Oh, or are they really accidents? This this book has got, got a couple of so one-star close. reviews here. As it should. I can't believe how close I was. You were really close. That was really I, good. I like, gave up at the end or I would have stuck the landing. No, yeah, that was really I good. I could have stuck the landing. Really, really I good. I chose not to stuck the landing. Um, okay. okay. So I texted you before yeah. the podcast. You hinted And to I me. said... This book fucking sucks. Yeah. And I said, I thought it was fine at best. And I said, I will save my big problem with it, my big criticism of it for the podcast. Mm -hmm. Here we are. Are you ready? Yes. It is that he sets up what I thought was going to be a very cool narrative device of Claudia being. So we start out the book. Claudia is trapped in the sand. Mm -hmm. Chapter one. Mm -hmm. Word one. Mm Mm-hmm. And she can't get out. She doesn't know where her friends are. Creepy bugs are crawling over her face and her face is burning. Mm-hmm. Next chapter, we're back at the start of the trip. Mm-hmm. Claudia is meeting up with her friends from camp. Mm-hmm. Joy, the exotic and beautiful flirty Joy. Mm-hmm. The, um, oh fuck, what's her name? 
Sher- Sophie? Sherry? Sophie. Oh, Sophie, the, um, the like frizzy-haired copycat with glasses. Joy Devotee. Mm-hmm. And strawberry blonde Marla, whose mansion it is, mm-hmm. who's like kind of cold and irritated with everyone. Mm-hmm. And then auburn-haired Claudia. Mm-hmm. And then it goes, the next chapter goes back to Claudia in this mm-hmm. end. And she's freaking out. And then a shadow fell over her. I thought throughout the book, yeah. we, it was going to be Claudia stuck, like kind of us wondering if she was going to be okay, like more things being revealed and Claudia being stuck. And then we would, in the course of the book, in the other chap- chapters, catch up to why Claudia's yeah, in the sand. I thought that was going to happen too. And then a big battle for Claudia to get out of the sand mm-hmm. and have a fight with the person trying yeah. to kill everyone. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Instead, we get chapter one, Claudia in the sand. Mm-hmm. Chapter two, everybody meeting up at the beach house mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. Chapter three, back to Claudia being in the sand. Mm-hmm. A shadow falls on over her face. Mm-hmm. Chapter four, oh, it turns out we're still in Claudia in the sand. Mm-hmm. Turns out the shadow was a cute boy who helps her right out of the sand. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That's the last of Claudia being in the sand, getting a sunburn. Yep. I totally what th- the yeah. fuck yeah. was the point of having her be there for a chapter, going back to the past, a chapter, and mm-hmm. then never again? I have no idea. That made no sense. Uh, lack of follow through. Yeah, I guess. It would have been so easy and like such a good like sort of a ticking time bomb of the tide coming mm-hmm. closer and closer to Claudia. Yeah. And then it would make more sense why the whole book is called Sunburn. Yeah, because she's getting burned throughout the whole book. Yes. Yes, the only the she's called it's called sunburn because she is sunburned throughout the whole book. They grow up. It doesn't really affect her. She the sunburn has nothing to do with the story. Yeah, I mean the story is basically she meets up with Marla and her other friends from camp. Whatever mm-hmm. they're doing their reunion after a year. There's this big secret. There's this accident that happened, mm-hmm. and they're all like not really wanting to talk about it. Particularly Marla's not wanting to. Um, because it was her sister who died. Yeah. And they do like various beach things. Uh, they bury, uh, Claudia in the sand up to her neck and then don't dig her out and she gets burned. She's kind of pissed about that. Mysterious boy named Daniel helps her out of being buried Mm -hmm. back to the house. They keep calling him a ghost boy because like Claudia's the only one who's seen him. It's very funny. He knows. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny that they it's keep calling so him Ghost Boy. Funny. So that's why they keep doing it. Um, and then other accidents happen. Like Joy gets like leeches on her and there's like a worm in her salad. And Sophie gets Sophie, electrocuted by the fence. That one was like the most scary one. Yeah. Like, well, the, I don't know. The leeches really the leeches were me scary. out. That was so very intentional. And it was, like, in her bed while she was sleeping. Yeah, and they like, weren't in there when she got in. Yeah, which means someone snuck in and put them on her arm, Ugh. which is very gross. But I would say the most dangerous one is for sure the yeah. electrocution. Yeah, I'll agree. Because she literally flies back and lands on the ground. And Marla's like, ugh, I told Alfred, the old nearsighted butler, to fix it. And what the... It's not working. It's not supposed to, like, it shuts off automatically mm-hmm. in the morning. So mm-hmm. it couldn't possibly have done this. Yeah. Then uh, these two boys come, which I did not like those two boys. What the fuck? Fuck those boys. Yeah, I did not Carl like those boys. And Dean. Carl and Dean come up. They're like, the girls are having, like, beach time. And this is right after that poor girl, poor Sophie, gets electrocuted. Yeah. And after Claudia got burnt in the sun because she was buried. So they're both like cowering underneath an umbrella uh-huh. while Marla and Joy Joy are like swimming in the beach. Then these two and boys it's a come a private up. beach because it's on a bird, it's on a bird sanctuary. Yes. So they, these boys come up to them via surfboards on the ocean. On the ocean. They flosh over. They were floshing in the ocean on some boards. <laughs> We almost had it. I really <laughs> slipped out of my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> like sand. On the borscht. <laughs> borscht. Borscht. They surf on the borscht. Um, so they borscht up. Uh-huh. They come out and they're like, hey, ladies, what's up? And We're Carl and Dean. And Marla's like, get the fuck away from us right now. And everyone's like, whoa, Marla. And the guy's like, what up? 
uh, we're going to eat all your food. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. We tramp up and be like, oh, we'll let you have a sandwich if you want. What's up, ladies? Let's go party What's up, at ladies? your house. Oh, we're going to have a, a, like a rager at your house. Oh, oh you got party. some fried chicken sandwiches in here. Party time. And Marla's like, get the fuck away. Get the fuck away. And everyone's like, Marla, you're being so rude to these boys. Marla is not the weird one in no. this instance. <laughs> She's being completely right because it's like, get Carly, the fuck dude. away. Yeah. If If two guys did that. They just come up. My friend, I would be like, oh, why is she reacting this way? But mm-hmm. then in response, they keep coming aggressively and yeah. start eating your food. Mm-hmm. I would immediately turn and be on Marla's side. Would you call them something maybe a little bit worse than tough guys? Hmm. What would I call them? Tough? Is tough the word you'd use? No, I think I think the word I'm going to use is douchebag. Yeah. Major douchebag vibes. Mm -hmm. But everyone's like, oh, they're kind of tough. And like kind of rapey. Yeah. Because they were so aggressively like taking ownership of everything. The beach, the food, the house, the girls. The girls. And they were like, oh, what do we have to do to get you to say yes? Like that kind of stuff. And I was was like, so fucking weird. So then one of the guys starts like approaching Marla and they're kind of like having a face off. And that's kind of when Claudia's like, oh, my God, these guys are tough guys. And he slaps oh, yeah. Marla. Like, what in the holy fuck just happened? Yeah. And she like flies back. And he's like, oh, there was a horse fly on your arm. Sorry, I didn't mean to hit you that hard. Which to me sounded fake as shit. But everyone's like, oh, yeah. OK. Oh, OK. Huh? No. Yeah. Yeah. Marla has to regain her balance. Yeah. Because he slaps her that hard. It's fucking nuts. And then they're like, God, wow, it's Marla, you were really rude to those guys. Wow, why are you so weird? I mean, I know they were a little tough, but Ugh. you've never been that open to boys. Yeah. You've always been really anti-boys, but especially right now. And also there's like things about Marla where she's like different now. She like sucks at tennis now, but she used to be really oh, good. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, what what are her other differences? Oh, she's like a little more slender. She's like a little taller. Mm-hmm. Her hair is longer. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, are you growing your hair out? Oh, did you go on a diet? Oh, you are oh. bad at tennis now. Oh, did you forget how to tennis? When Claudia's like, oh my God, your lessons made you worse. I was like, you really fucking think that her lessons made her worse at tennis? She thought that in her head <laughs> and nothing in her head disagreed with her. <laughs> She was like, I can't believe that her lessons lessons, made her worse. They must have instilled like bad habits (laughs) instead of like, oh, it seems like she literally forgot how to play the game. And she looks a little different. And like, what in the holy shit? Why did nobody know it was her? Because here's the thing. The girls knew both of those girls last year. And they're not twins. They're not even the same age. No, they're not twins. They are a year apart. And so you guys, they just saw her last the year. End of the book is it's not Marla. It's fucking Allison who was supposed to have died at camp, at camp the previous year. But she's just her sister. Okay. One of the fake outs I really hated. There were there's 20 two. to choose from. Okay. So there's two that were my worst ones. Uh-huh. The first one is mm-hmm. Daniel, the ghost boy. Sure. Sees Claudia at the pier. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I and know she's what's like, going to happen. Let's go on the Ferris wheel. And he's like, I've got two tickets, baby. They get on the Ferris wheel. It's moving. They like kiss. It's like so romantic. Then the Ferris wheel stops and like, oh, they're letting people on. And the very last part of the chapter is that he reaches out and pretends to grab the moon and falls out to his death. To his death. Falls to his death. She sees him fall to his death. To his death. These Next are the page. words. Oh, no, I wasn't seeing him fall. I was seeing Allison, Allison fall. fall because I was remembering when Allison fell because off of a log at camp. This is how sight works. And I was like, <laughs> there's no resemblance Just between these two characters. All like, you had to do. Fucking Earlstein. All you had to do. What what infuriates me about Stein is that the writing, like the words and descriptions itself doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's fine. But then he does, he pulls shit like this. He pulls gimmicky shit like this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't have to. Because all he had to do was like, and Daniel stood up and reached for the moon and 
I felt my pulse begin to quicken like, oh, I, I'm having a panic attack. It like brought me back mm-hmm. to Allison's accident. Because the whole goal is to get us to know what happened with Allison. Yeah. So it's like literally like I, you know, uh, my stomach dropped because I remembered the last time I saw someone up high or something. Yeah. And then it was like, it all began. And then fine, we're there. Yeah. But to have to be like, and then he li- oh. he literally fell to his death. Daniel reached out. He fell. Daniel yeah. fell. Daniel fell. This is a fact. Daniel fell, fell to his death. death. No, he, just kidding. He didn't. It was it Allison and it's a memory. I, I was remembering when Allison, you <laughs> stupid piece of shit. <laughs> It was such a like smarmy move. Like it's just very like, hey, hey, see what I did there? Uh, Fell to his death. <laughs> just kidding. It was a memory. It was a memory of someone else falling. And then the other thing that I didn't like was the reveal of like, oh, you guys thought it was an accident that Allison died? No, it was I not. Because hated that. It technically still was. It was an the accident. same. It was it exactly was the same. Because I was like, oh dang, someone Whoa, killed her. Oh, yeah, did Marla kill her? Yeah, dang. No, no, no. They just instead of being like, Marla, don't cross the log, they were like, Marla, hurry up and cross the log Allison. before the Oh, sorry. Yeah. Allison, hurry up and cross the log before the counselors get here. Uh-huh. She does as she falls. Both times. Yeah. It's in the- one version, all it is is Allison. In the first version we hear. Allison says, you go on ahead, I'll catch up. Mm-hmm. And they run. And in the second version, Allison says, oh, God, I'm going to fall. And they run. Mm-hmm. That is not a different version of the story to the extent that it was said it was a different version. When you say, well, maybe it wasn't an accident. And then you show me that. Because <laughs> I expect it isn't. She didn't oh, even say maybe it wasn't an it accident. It actually wasn't an accident. She's like, she was killed. You guys, we have to accept. Blah, blah. Yeah. It wasn't an accident. And everyone's like, you're right. <laughs> As though they all had a pact. Yeah. Not to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then she's. Yeah. So then Claudia like lets us in on the memory again. It's the same except for that. And then she's like, it was so hard to remember the thing I'd been suppressing for so I know. long. And it's like. You mean that sentence? Yeah. And you, fuck, shut up. Yeah. So basically, like, the whole thing with Allison is she's very annoying. She's one year younger. Um, She, like, rats on them all the time at uh, camp. Um, They're, playing a game. They're playing truth or dare. She insinuates herself into the game. They're like, go away. And she's like, no, I want to do truth or dare. And they're like, fine, dare. And she's like, what are you going to dare me to do? And Marla's like, cross that log um, at night. And she says it because Allison's afraid of heights and has never done it during the day. And they're all like so rude about it. Like she's like, I can do it. And they're all like, no, Allison, don't even bother. Like we're more athletic than you. Yeah. And they're like, and we did it during the day. And Allison's like, I'm going to do it at night. I'm going to do it. She does it. She falls off. Um, And then the twist is she actually survives, but they find like a bloody shirt and they never find her body. But instead, mm-hmm. she's, like, found by some family. They take her in. She pretends to have amnesia. And they raise her as their own. <laughs> they raise her as their own for a year. <laughs> she She's like, but I couldn't deny that I was angry. And then, okay, this part I was confused on. Where she was like, the last thing I saw was Marla smiling. So that means Marla was Marla there, too. Marla stayed and smiled. And, and saw Allison fall. And was smiling. Yes. Dude, Marla was evil. Marla did suck. Yeah. But it's okay because she got killed. She got killed. Allison killed her a week before they came. And in the laziest way, stuffed her in a shed and left the shed door open. Yep. Because they smell her body. Yeah. Yeah. And then just turn and look into the room and they're like, oh my God, fuck. Who killed Marla? Marla's dead. And they thought that Marla was trying to kill them. Yeah. So that was a surprise. That was a surprise that I was like, oh shit, that's a real surprise. Mm -hmm. And it turned out to be real. We didn't get a fake out. Yeah. And then we sort of got a fake out, but it was an okay fake out that like, no, it turned out Allison had been impersonating Marla. I was like, that's a fine fake out. Yeah, because it's it's heightened. Because that's not a fake out. It's a twist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He usually what what was another because usually oh, a goes, shadow fell over me next chapter just kidding it was a boy yeah um or a cold hand touched my shoulder just kidding it was marla mm-hmm. or 
I looked up and there he was, the ghost boy. Or just kidding, it was two different boys. Yeah, that it was two different boys. Every time, every time. Yeah. I did like the atmosphere of like the house. And I this has been two weeks in a row that we've read like some cool mm-hmm. atmosphered places of like beach towns with like uh-huh. a mansion on it. Um, and I think it's just because I want to go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, I liked that. I, I liked the, it felt very, and I know it is probably East Coast, but it felt very like Santa Cruz to me, like with the pier and like a house there. I could feel yeah. it kind of, but it was definitely it more was old money. To be East Coast. And yet it's like good surfing beach. Yeah. And that's why I thought of Santa Cruz because people, but then maybe it is. Yeah, I don't know. West Coast? Who knows? No. I don't know. They're surfing all over. Who does know? RL Stein RL, knows. RL. We're going to get him on the line. Um, So I did like that, like the atmosphere of it. I always yeah. like like murder on the beach type stories, especially yeah. in the summer. And this could make for a good movie. It could. It could. Um, But it's just like there were things that could have definitely just taken it like just another look at the manuscript. Yeah. And just think about like, what's an easy way to make this just a lot better? Or what's a scarier way? Or how can I heighten the suspense and lengthen the suspense? Because with this book and with a lot of the books we read, it's like, oh, no, scary thing. Resolution immediately. Yeah. Or it wasn't even scary. Or it wasn't scary. So, yeah, either resolution is like fake out resolution of it was never scary or... Oh no, scary. Yep, they're attacking me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or you could just like keep writing the book and include like, I don't know, a chase scene maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And it is hard to put action in a book. It's true. It yeah. is hard because then you have to think like spatially and like yeah. what's over explaining and what's under explaining. Yeah. And sure. But you know, you've written a hundred million yeah. books, so you should be good at it. Yeah. And it's like, it's not easy. But a lot of action books exist, mm-hmm. so maybe you should, like, dip your toe in mm-hmm. if these are the kinds of books you write. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they should be action-packed. They should. Horror movies are action-packed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I was disappointed. The, like, You're, these reasons are why I was disappointed. I think, like, the general beats of the book mm-hmm. I liked, which is like, okay, I, yeah. holy shit, this bitch from... Last year, mm-hmm. w- with all this trauma we all experienced together, she's inviting us over. We're going to have a great beach time. Oh, shit. All this stuff keep ha- happening to us. Um, That seems like accents, but also Marla's acting shady. Uh, also, there's a ghost boy. Oh, shit. That's not Marla. That's Allison. She survived, and she killed her sister, and now she's going to kill us. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. The skeleton and cool. the story, the bones are there. Yeah. The bones are definitely there. Yeah. I think, yeah, probably the the reason I'm angriest is just because he sets up a narrative um, thing. Device. Device. And then t- kills it. And it could have been so immediately. cool. It, could, it would have, I think, really elevated this among his books. Because I think, imagine, right? If we get that, we we keep just checking in with her in the sand every once in a while. And then we, we get to figure out, okay, how did she get to be in the sand? Uh-huh. Then person drags her out of the sand, drags her to, you know, the uh, uh, the house and like tries to kill her and her friends. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Or there's a fight on the beach. That's cool. Oh, my God. Whoa. We totally oh, yeah. forgot about that's the, the craziest fucking craziest thing. The Jesus Christ. I was like then shocked that there was no <laughs> it didn't turn out. Not a single part of that had been a fake out. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Okay, this part was fucking it, it crazy. Is bananas. Okay. It is like a whole chapter of it's like that whole chapter was supposed to make up for the lack of action in all the other chapters because so much happened. It seems like a different book. Yeah. So she's like, I'm gonna go for a walk on the beach. She's like walking on the beach and she's like, Oh, is that Marla up there? She calls for Marla. Marla ignores just like her. running. Just running. So she just continues running on the beach. She's just like, you know, I've had a stressful time. I'm just going to relax. Then she like hears dog barking. Yeah. She knows she's being like chased. Yeah. By this dog. 
And it turns out it's the Irish wolfhound that they have on the property that's only used for guarding. Yeah. And, and is, Marla had threatened Carl and Dean with, with that it. dog. Like saying, I'm going to let it out yeah. to attack you. And this dog is like, it is an attack dog. So it starts attacking her and it chomps. So she's like trying to run away from the dog. The dog grabs her ankle. She tries to, oh, this is what she, she tries to run away. She's like, I can't outrun it. I'm going to outswim it. So she dives into the water. But as she's diving, dog bites her ankle, gashes her leg open. They're tussling in the water. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then, of course, you know what fucking shows up because there's blood in the water. A fucking shark. A shark. A fucking a shark. A fucking shark. And it's actually a shark. It's a for real shark. It's a for real shark. And the shark fucking kills the dog. It eats the dog. It eats the dog. It chums I'm the like, dog. Yeah, it is not fucking around either. Let me find the part. <laughs> okay. Finding it, finding it, finding it. The, and of course, great, another pet death. Yeah, I know, seriously. I think this one was a little bit less bad because we At don't least, see the dog before. Yeah, ever. and the dog was trying to And it to was kill kind her. of like a Cujo dog. But it's still sad. It's still, it's still it's an animal still death. Sad. I'm not into it. I would have been sad if the shark died, you know? Really sad. <laughs> the anguished squeal of pain made her stop. What was that? She muttered aloud. She turned it, she, she's like muttering in the ocean with a bit leg. She turned in time to see the wolfhound's long white snout thrashing furiously above the water, its front legs shooting straight up. A wave of pure horror swept over Claudia. The dog squealed again. The shark was attacking it from below, Claudia realized. As Claudia gaped in horror, a geyser of blood boiled up from beneath the water. The foamy crest of a wave turned pink. The metallic smell of blood floated out over the tossing waves. Even from where she swam, Claudia could see the water darken with the wolfhound's blood. A surge of nausea made her stomach heave. The dog uttered a final weak yelp. Claudia shut her eyes, but she opened them wide when something coarse bumped against her. Treading water, Claudia goggled at the disgusting object. She opened her mouth to scream, but no sound came out. What is it? What is it? She didn't want to look at it, but she couldn't pull her eyes away. She soon realized that it was a hair-covered chunk of meat, part of the dog. The water all around her was black with blood. Ah! She swam and fucking chum, dude. This is so nasty. Dude, okay, you know what movie I just saw yesterday? What? The Meg. And that shit was lit. I loved it. <laughs> oh my God. It like Colin and I saw it. We were like gasping and screaming the whole time. Like it was like the ch- action scenes were so fucking good. Um, and then after it was over, we both like looked at each other and Colin was like, that was the best movie we've ever seen, right? And I was like, that was the best movie I've ever seen. It was amazing the dialogue was messy true it did have a but certain it did everything you wanted it to yes. do yes i mean it had a first draft feel to it for sure <laughs> like a shooting like first shooting script uh-huh. feel fine but that shit was crazy the, like <laughs> the shark was crazy the, the action scenes there's people trying to swim away from the shark without any shoes on and so their little feet are like so close to the teeth so I was Is like, that dog okay? Okay, can I? If if spoiler if alert, spoiler alert. Um, just go ahead. Fifteen seconds. The dog lives, and okay. its name is Pippa. Thank you. No, Pip Pippin. 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 Okay, good. That's all I needed to know. I'm willing to see the movie now. Yeah, no, the dog's fine. Okay, and it's very cute. How it happens, it's really cute. okay. Also, Jason Statham is the most ripped I've ever seen him. <laughs> Ever. His shoulder <laughs> muscle, muscles were like grapefruit sitting on his shoulders. Yeah, It was like I was so distracted. Like I was like, I can't stop. What is happening with the shoulders? <laughs> Did you know he's like 5'5"? Five, five? No. Yeah. So Man, why do movies, movies are tricking you into thinking that all actors are like close to six feet or above? Apple boxes, man. Apple boxes. Apple boxes and just being real jack. And just uh, digging ditches for actresses mm-hmm. to walk in if they're too tall. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Micah used to, uh, as part of a job many years ago, I think this was when he worked at Mosaic, he used to deliver, like part of his job was to deliver packages to Jason Statham. <laughs> and uh, he answers his own door. He uh, yeah. And he just does like a, thanks, mate. And when he told Colin and I that, Colin was like, I would kill for a thanks mate from Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> was Jason Statham in Snatch? 
I think he was. I think that was yes, the first thing uh, I saw uh, him in. Uh, Brett just did a thing where he he like looked up, thought about it, and then he nodded. Thank you, Brett. So I uh, know that he was like computing. I found <laughs> him attractive in that. I was like, oh, that guy's attractive. He's fine. <laughs> he looks great. No, like he, I mean, he's a little older now. And so I think that's why he's like getting more bulky because he's doing uh-huh. that sly stone, like sly stone thing of being right. like, I got to just be you start like, to puff out. So instead, let's, yeah, let's just jack bulk it out. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm going to like get ripped width wise uh-huh. like that. But he still looks good. Um, I asked out um, when I was, uh, I must have been like, no, I was like 19 or 20. Mm hmm. And it was my second year of college. Mm -hmm. And uh, the guy who operated the gate to get into my apartment complex, Mm -hmm. uh, I thought he was kind of cute. He had a Jason Statham look. Yeah. And I asked him out and he said yes. (gasps) And then um, the night we were supposed to go out, uh, he stood me up. I got no call from him. What? I was like, well, I'm not calling him. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. And, And then at a certain point, he called me and... He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I just, I got drunk with my friend and I forgot what night it was. And I was like, okay, well, I accept this. Uh, I accept your apology and thank you so much. The more I wish you, know. you all the best. <laughs> um, and he got kind of mad. And then it was like, but I had to keep using the gate to enter my apartment <gasps> no! complex. That was the dumbest ask possible. Oh my God. What kind of idiot does that? And my roommates made fun of me. So, and they <laughs> called him Tollbooth Willie. I forget what his actual name was. It was not Jason Willie. Jason <laughs> Jason Statham. <laughs> no, I think Jason Statham's cute. He definitely is for sure. Okay, good, good. taste. Yeah, he, I, I, he, his. They were distracting muscles, but I still would have been fine them being near me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept. I'll accept the nearness of Jason Statham's muscles, but MVP of the movie for sure. Pippin, that dog. The dog. Cool. Very cool. Good. Hey, Teen Creams listeners, we're going to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about one of our sponsors, Tomboy X. The things that I love about Tomboy X is that they have underwear that makes me feel like me. I feel comfortable. I feel happy. I feel flexible. I feel like I can be active or I can just sit around on the couch um, and I can just be me. And that's the important thing with Tomboy X is that they give you underwear with more function than frills. Uh It's underwear that makes you feel confident, and it's made to fit you and how you see yourself. They have a ton of varieties of uh, different kinds of underwear. I personally got a soft sports bra and uh, bikini bottoms and boy short bottoms. Let me tell you, they are some of the most comfortable, freeing underwear that I've ever worn. You have the option to get bikinis, briefs, boxer briefs, trunks, and boy shorts, soft bras, racerback bras, in everyday basic colors, fun seasonal prints, and brilliant colors. I got a little bit of each in my uh shopping bag, so I can sport my, you know, I'm everyday Kelly, I'm a fun seasonal Kelly, I'm a brilliant color Kelly. Um, And all options come in XS to 4X. So that means wherever you fall on the size or gender spectrum, Tomboy X offers amazing underwear that any body feels comfortable in. So now to get to the good stuff, you got to go to TomboyX.com slash Teen Creeps. Check out their special bundles and pack pricing. And Teen Creeps listeners, you guys get an extra 15% off with code Teen Creeps. Again, that is code Teen Creeps, all one word, for an extra 15% off. Ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to TomboyX.com slash Teen Creeps. And now, back to the show. Um, But yeah, yeah I recommend. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. So I was it's like in a Meg crazy. mood. So I was like, yes, another shark thing. <laughs> um, but that was crazy. It is like really out of nowhere how out of hand that gets because here's the thing <laughs> and then it's never like that again never so she and like she way more it, interesting than the climax of the book and she experiences it alone like none of the other characters like they're off just like yeah la, 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 and yeah. she's getting <laughs> bit by a dog that's getting eaten by a shark yes. who then just leaves even though yeah, she gets her away from the still, shark her leg's still bleeding yeah there'd be a trail of blood yeah. leading, leading right to her and she's thrashing like crazy right or no she gets pulled into a rip 
Yeah. Oh, and then she thinks current. that's how she's going to die. Yeah. But somehow she washes up on shore. Mm-hmm. Marla, JK Allison mm-hmm. finds her and is like, oh my God, you're hurt. Let me take you back to the mansion to um, like fix your wounds. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe Marla is good. Yeah. But then no. But then no. But then no. Also, she like tries to kill um, Sophie because... Right, it's Sophie, right? Oh, with yeah. the water, she shoes. like, yeah, she cut, she put in the like the initial cut in the rope to go water skiing, mm-hmm. um, so that it would break. By that time, I was already suspecting that Marla was Allison because oh, really? she was being so different, and I was like, oh, sh- she died. I didn't know that she killed her sister, but I was like, somehow, like maybe in the memory, like we'll find out that one, the wrong one died or something. Like I don't know, something weird happened. Um, so I was surprised that she killed her sister. But so I thought it could be, yeah, it was maybe Allison. Mm-hmm. So then anytime anyone acted like different, I was like, oh, they're also a double. <laughs> so like when Sophie was like, I got a lot better at water skiing. I was like, oh, so, you're this, fake. She's no, fake. Sophie. She's fake. Kill Sophie. Um, <laughs> but she just Kill like all. practiced. That would be really funny if they all found out that they were all doubles and they were like, oh, I guess. <laughs> we have no beef. <laughs> We're all friends now. So no one told you life was going to be, be this, this way. way. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I did not figure out it was Allison the whole time. I was shocked when it was Allison because I was like, how the fuck wouldn't you know it was Allison? I was not accepting that. Here was the thing. I thought because I was here in my mind, I was like, well, maybe she like got surgery or so, like something like she just like single white female her sister. Uh-huh. But that's not really what happened. She just killed her no. and got away with it. Yeah, she just killed her and then act like she was her. Which is she had to, she had, she did no work to look like Marla. At least as far as we know, which means she did no work to look like Marla. You know what? RL could have like I mean this maybe would have been planting too many seeds of like oh, but he could have been like they looked alike. You know what I mean? Like in the scenes of the camp, like when he's describing what the girls looked like. I think he kind of did. I think he was afraid to but do too still, much. It like, you know, sisters don't look that much alike to their friends. I know. But maybe they only met once. But I mean, they are camp friends and camp friends are close. I don't know. They would have known because they knew it isn't even like they knew both of them. Both of them. I know that's the problem because you would see that and be like, oh my fucking God, Allison. Like, Allison, I thought you were dead. And then yeah. like, well, jigs up. Mm-hmm. I was trying to guess what the twist was going to be. And I was pretty sure this wasn't it, but I do think it's a fun idea. So mm-hmm. tell me what you think. Okay. Um, so there's that bit. It seems like Marla was willing to let Allison die because Allison had kissed Marla's boyfriend, Michael. Mm-hmm. And... No one else ever saw Michael Mm -hmm. or uh, no one else had met Michael. And then no one had seen Daniel the whole book. So I was like, what if it's Mm -hmm. Michael? I thought that's come back to get revenge for them killing Allison because he was in love with Allison. Mm -hmm. But then he like is kind of creepy and he kind of falls in love with Claudia and he is going to kill all of them. But sort of like is like trying to win claudia over mm-hmm. be like no 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 but like i love you i'm not gonna kill you but he's killed all of her friends so she still has to kill him that is a really cool book thank you i i didn't know i didn't think that part like i didn't think I it all the way through ghost boy <laughs> just kidding <laughs> just kidding just kidding i was thinking maybe that because i was like what's daniel's situation i did not call the Daniel thing at all. I also, was, the Daniel thing was such a lame reveal. I know. It was just like so half-assed. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. Um, he's the son of the... He's the son of Alfred. Alfred. Also... That's why he knew the code they, to get in and that was it. And that's why he didn't... He was like reluctant to give his name. They need to give Alfred glasses. Just give yeah. him glasses. Why I'm nearsighted. Glasses. Everybody's nearsighted. Like, come I'm on. nearsighted. Wear some glasses. We're all nearsighted. Get some fucking glasses. That makes no sense. But who they're like, goes, oh, he's who nearsighted. Just goes around being nearsighted That's the thing. and doing nothing about it. No one does that. This isn't the 1800s. So maybe the. And there were glasses in the 1800s. I know. Have you seen Ben Franklin around? He was the king just of asking. glasses in the 1800s. Yeah. He invented glasses. <laughs> Did he invent the bifocal? I think he didn't invent the bifocal. Nice. Smart man. 
One of the smartest of our time. <laughs> our time. <laughs> By the way, uh, if you use the phrase our time, uh, <laughs> technically the definition of our time is anything within 200 mm-hmm. years. We all share a period of 200 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, maybe it was that like the parent, because you know how they were like. 200 years. It is past. God damn it. Uh, well, you know what? I, I can't say that anymore. He's uh, the smartest man of uh, the time right before this one. Of, of the <laughs> golden era of glasses. Um, I was known for. I was wondering, okay, maybe the parents, because we know that Claudia, or I'm sorry, Marla and Allison's parents, uh, A, didn't really care that one of their kids died. B, treat Alfred like shit. Yes. So maybe they like wouldn't give him enough money for glasses. We know he doesn't have health care. But and Warby mm. Parker didn't exist back then. Save up. It's true. I'm sorry, but like I I have been through, you know, broke periods of my mm-hmm. life. I still buy glasses on account of being nearsighted and needing them. Yeah. Yeah. Also, here's the thing. Uh-huh. You know who should if he can't figure it out himself, uh-huh. Ghost Boy needs to help. Ghost yeah. Boy needs to be like, Help dad, dad out. get some fucking glasses. Take, drive him to the optometrist if you yeah. must. Well, here's the thing. He probably can't drive. And also, because he can't see. Also, exactly. Maybe the reason why the parents don't like Alfred so much is that he does a shit job because he can't see anything. Because he's nearsighted. This is so And he has to be cleaning. So it's just like a circle. So honestly, I think the villain of the story is Daniel for not taking care of his dad. Mm. Mm-hmm. But we have to hold Alfred accountable, too. For his own actions. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Double villain. Mm-hmm. So the real, the real villain of the piece is nearsightedness itself. And pornness. And porn. Pornness. And porn. Also poor, porn. Poor porn. Oh. It's like when you really, porn. when you really feel bad for, bad for the people in the porn. In the porn. Specifically that porn you're watching. <laughs> oh. Oh. Only I watch porn that makes you happy, porn. guys. Yeah. Don't watch Chaser. anything that's going to make you feel bad for the people in it. Find your bliss. Mm-hmm. Live your truth. Mm-hmm. Watch porn that makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like that reveal, Daniel and, and, the, and Alfred reveal was a surprise, but not satisfactory. And also, I kind of didn't care. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, he's minorly interesting. Yeah. And then why make Carl and Dean so awful if they don't they don't even matter the story at all. Why are they so terrible? Because then that leads me to believe that like R.L. Stein just thinks, oh, this is the way boys and girls act when they're flirting. Yeah, it's just like, oh, boys can act like this and girls will still flirt and they find this like kind of cute mm-hmm. because the characters in this do find it cute. And I do think if nothing else, we have learned that R.L. Stein does not like teenage girls. That's the real flaw with R.L. Stein, I think. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like teenage girls. He like really thinks badly of them. The only time I ever thought he liked them was in the cheerleader series. Yeah. Because they had actual desires and wants. And other took cheerleading seriously. Mm-hmm. And like had like they wanted to excel at cheerleading and they thought it was important and um, they had friends and they... But then this seemed like and he doesn't hate teenage girls. He, he doesn't just doesn't. Them. He doesn't think highly of them at all. So well, like, especially in characters this characters can be nice. Yeah. But they're stupid and they're shallow. Well, this book particularly, like I felt there was a part where they were watching. Um, I fr- oh, Bye Bye Birdie. Mm-hmm. And they were like, ugh, girls back uh-huh. then, all they cared about were guys. And then someone else was like, yeah, as if that's changed. And I'm like, are also like stop laughing at how like backwards and sexist it was. Yeah. Like, What's going on with you right now, RL? Yeah. And then one of the other girls is like, yeah, but that's like pretty much, or like, what was it? Like, like oh, all girls care about. changed. Yeah. And all girls care about is, is pleasing boys men or something. Pleasing boys. And then the other girl's like, oh, like that's changed. And I'm like, RL. I know that you're having a girl say that, Bob. but you are saying that. Bob. 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 Can we talk, Bob? Ugh. Yeah. He just, it, these are the only motivations he gives any of his female characters except for in Cheerleader. Mm-hmm. It's boys. That I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean, this, well. But like, generally, if you're going to pick up an R.L. Stein book, that's what's happening. Yeah. For the good characters. The evil characters, they can have a variety of, of 
of yeah, like like revenge. revenge. But also, boys, the revenge comes from an issue with a boy. Mm -hmm. This, yeah. So this revenge was just you killed me, killed me. But yeah, a lot of them are like you stole my boyfriend. I'm your sister, and you stole my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. You're my sister, and I stole your boyfriend. (laughs) Wait, so I was trying to talk about the babysitter the other day. Mm-hmm. What was uh, who was the killer? Was it the kid's dad? Yeah, Ugh. yeah, it was the kid's dad because a babysitter I think had, had killed his son the, die the, or his daughter, daughter die. die the older daughter or it was like she had she was neglectful right and so he was just killing babysitters right we should go we should we put should babysitter re- too yeah on here people were really it's been in, a while yeah and I liked reading that book even though it was really bad it was insane that one was fun <laughs> that was the one where she was like in like love in with, love with the little boy yeah the child yeah she was like oh my god he's really gonna be a lady killer right yeah, now I, I swept my fingers through his feathery hair corn silk hair and silk feathery hair yeah he, he's a little demon yeah <laughs> he like really knew how to push my buttons he knew how to like really manipulate me <laughs> into doing what he wanted <laughs> Which is funny because, like, I wanted to do anything he wanted me to. So is it manipulation? <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> I'm Jenny. Yeah. Um. No. Here's the biggest problem with this book. Hit me with it. We have uh, stalled. Mm-hmm. We have run out of things to say about it. I mm-hmm. can feel it. We've been pulling from our brains. Yeah. There's nothing else. Let's see. We talked about all the, quote, accidents. Right. Yep. Yeah. I think that was, and then the carnival, her talking to Daniel. Oh, bumper cars. Bumper cars. Nothing happened. No, Sophie Nothing just happened. like really Sophie likes to hit just, people. Yeah. And then, and then Joy's like really good at driving. Yeah. Joy's good at not hitting people. Oh, Claudia at one point after her, um, when she first meets the boys, Dean and whatever, mm-hmm. she like, <laughs> Has like a bunch of pink lotion, like so thickly put on her face. Yeah, the, it's like a mask. Yeah, yeah. Claudia is sunburned the whole book. So there you go, sunburned whole book. Um, but it like doesn't really have to do with the story at all. None at all. Uh, and it should. Um. Oh, there's like when they first get there after Claudia was buried in the sand. Um. They're going to eat the salad, but there's a worm in Joy's salad. Yes. And she has a thing about bugs. And this was the weird thing. Okay. Remember when she's like, I have a weird thing about bugs. You know, I always have ever since the accident. Yes. So I thought there was going to be a bug situation. She's so much different since camp. We're all different since camp. But yeah, that never like how does back? seeing someone fall off a log make you There's afraid of nothing, worms? Nothing. Yeah, that was a. Where did Marla was, get those leeches? That or was another Allison. question I had. Because so did she just have them like in a, in the fridge? I guess. Because like I don't know how you store leeches. I don't know how do you like keep okay. the leeches going until you throw them on a person. How to store <laughs> leeches? Here we go. Fridge. Um. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh my. Oh, storage of leeches from Leeches USA. <laughs> what? <laughs> leeches USA. <sighs> oh my god. Get this to maintain healthy leeches. Change the water every other day. Use distilled, non-chlorinated, or bottled water. So don't use tap. Okay. Um. You should use hyrude salt, which is a recipe of make. It's you know like you just make. Uh, just make some water. salt. Huh? You just make some salt. Yeah, you just make some salt. Um, you... Okay, they're heat sensitive, so you shouldn't use water hotter than 50 degrees Fahrenheit. So you should probably just always keep them in the fridge, I think. Especially during a heat wave. Um, especially. As close to 40 degrees as possible. Oh, that is Don't cool. ever put them in direct sunlight. Um, Otherwise, they turn into gremlins. Mm-hmm. And then if you... Oh, you, you should... Put a cover over them whenever you can. Makes sense. And then, okay, if you put them in the fridge and you need to use them, <laughs> it says, <laughs> sorry, 
I don't know what you'd be using them for, but it says <laughs> to put on joy. In this case, it will. So leeches may also be kept in the refrigerator. In this case, it will be necessary to remove them from the refrigerator several hours before use. Use. Uh huh. Yeah. To um. You have to let them stand at room temperature to allow them to recover their mobility. I think they get too cold, so they're sluggish. Well, you have get to get Ooh, lids are essential, though. They're amphibious and they like to crawl around. <laughs> so you should use a large jar uh, and then just cover it with a piece of cotton fabric and a sturdy rubber band. Oh, okay. <gasps> what? If a lid is used, perforations are advised, but they must be very small indeed, as the leech body is elastic and capable of going through remarkably small openings. <gasps> so don't overcrowd them. No more than 50 leeches should go into a 10-liter container. Jesus, who is getting 50 leeches? And yeah, what are they being used for? Do people eat leeches? Like, do you kill a leech? patience! No. I'm now seeing We're not it. still doing Keep that. Keep fed leeches in a separate container and properly discard as infectious material. Once used, leeches must never be reused on the same patient nor on another patient. What is this, the bells? After detachment or removal from a patient, they are considered contaminated biohazard material. They mm. should be killed by immersion in 70% alcohol solution for 5 to 10 minutes and disposed of. What a mean way to kill a leech. What a mean That's way to mean. kill a leech. Leeches USA, they're in Westbury, New York. Get this. Do not leeches order leeches by USA. email. This will delay your order. Call caps. <laughs> Warning. Um, what? <laughs> okay use of leeches medicinally okay use of medicinal leeches here we go what Coming is at ya. leech therapy oh my god what <laughs> is it to cure feminine hysteria dental problems huh put it in your mouth baby <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this website <laughs> they're mostly used in plastic surgery and other microsurgery what interesting you know what maybe i've heard about this because they secrete peptides and proteins that work to prevent blood clots uh also known as anticoagulants so this keeps blood flowing to wounds to help them heal uh they're huh? seeing a revival due to simple and inexpensive means of preventing complications uh wow medicinal this leeches have shocking. three jaws Ew, with tiny rows uh... of teeth they Ew. pierce your skin <laughs> no, with their it. teeth. Then they insert anticoagulants through their saliva. No. They then extract blood for 20 to 45 minutes at a time. It's um, crazy the creatures on Earth that exist. Hey, most of them come from Hungary or Sweden. Medicinal oh, leeches. I'm Hungarian. Oh, my God. Are you related? <laughs> I don't like to talk about that side of the family. <laughs> I'm medicinal leech. I'm I'm half human, half leech. (laughs) (laughs) And it it is a genocide to kill them. Oh, my God. So get this. So that side of the family, they're all doctors. (laughs) They're all doctors. They're on the medical field. They're on the medical field. Um, people who may benefit include those who risk limb amputation due to the side effects of di- diabetes, those who've been diagnosed with heart disease, and those who are undergoing cosmetic surgery in which they w- risk the loss of some of their soft tissue. Um, it also has been recommended to treat blood clots and varicose veins. Um, that one I get. Oh, if you have hemophilia, though, they say you shouldn't. Well, sure. Shouldn't use it. Don't I mean, do that. You already are not Why clotting. Why would you? Yeah. You don't need any help. Also, children. I can see a blood clot thing. Children and pregnant women shouldn't do it. Okay. People Mm. with anemia or compromised arteries Hmm. shouldn't do it. It's a surprise. These these are a surprise to people who shouldn't do it. Well, anemia, you don't have very much blood, right? Or you don't have, let's be clear, you don't have very many red blood cells. You're running out of blood. You're running out of blood at an alarming rate. You're constantly low on blood. You're constantly low on blood. And then what? People are going to throw some worms on you that eat your blood? It just doesn't seem like a good mix. Interesting. <gasps> they leave behind small Y-shaped wounds that usually heal without a scar. Oh, no scar, huh? I'm in now. They can be <laughs> used to treat circulatory disorders and cardiovascular disease because they um, the blood break up blood clots. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's pretty it cool. A blood clot. That's pretty cool. Should we get on this leech? Should we do a leech therapy thing? Yeah, I want to. Somebody put a leech on me, and then I'll hop in a hyperbaric 
chamber <laughs> and then scream for hours and then scream for hours <laughs> and no one will hear you i'm sorry i i should have said that that i'm that is how i wish to die that's how i wish to die kill so, me by covering me in leeches and stuffing me into a hyperbaric chamber <laughs> i've just heard it's like the best way to go <laughs> wow also man they can help with cancer react too. to being in a hyperbaric chamber they sing <laughs> six-year-old woman with diabetes wow hey there's synthetic forms of leech saliva oh so i think we've talked about leeches for more than we've talked about the book Mm -hmm. um there's more to talk about (laughs) (laughs) have you you heard the news you heard the good good news news about leeches (laughs) i heard the church of leech (laughs) We've left behind the Church of Spore. <laughs> Spore is no longer Spore our one two is dot, true dead. God. Yeah, Spore is dead. Spore is dead. All hail the kingdom of leech. <laughs> uh, so that's sunburn. That's sunburn, man. Um, I, I mean, if you want just like a quick read that you don't fine. think about it, read it. It just uh, like it, this was a very short one. It was so short, so quick, and so short. Yep. Uh, you blink and it's done. Quick and short. Quick and short. Um, just like I like them. <laughs> just like I like my leeches. Quick and short. I like fast blood suckers. Uh-huh. And I like them small. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Well, next week we are doing my Google Calendar map. Is uh my calendar map? My calendar map. No, my Google Calendar app is uh for some reason in the cloud. So I'm re-downloading it. Next week, we are doing Dream Date. Cool. That'll be really fun. We're doing Dream Date by Sinclair Smith. And you know who we're doing it with? Who? We're doing it with Marnie Schur from the AV Club. Woohoo! Who interviewed us. Very fun. That's going to be so fun. She was delightful. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, totally. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, hey, do you want to listen to some voicemails? Let's listen to some voicemails. Yay. So this message comes to us addressed. Jean Krantz. Chicago. I was just calling in. Rachel from Chicago. Uh, I love your guys' podcast. And I wanted to share one of my favorite terrible teen novel stories that I love so much. Um, but basically... In, like, fifth grade, I was super good at reading, and I we were in, like, a summer reading group or whatever at our public library, and I was feeling super superior because <laughs> I had, like, read all of the fifth grade books yeah, that were, like, that. on that sum- yeah. summer library list yeah, or something that. like that. So I got permission to read, like, the sixth grade middle nice. school book, and yeah. that would, like, count towards my points. Yeah. Whatever. I pick out this book. I was super into it. I was feeling like so grown up and awesome. And I wish I could remember the name of this stupid book. Uncle Tom's Cabin. Um, but it was sort of like a Princess Diaries type thing. It was like this girl. It was a teen girl. And she Little was in, I think, San Francisco. No. And like one day she comes home and there's a limousine outside her house. And she Hell goes yeah. inside and her parents are basically like, BT Dubs, we forgot to tell you that you were born while we were on vacation Crazy in, like, Liechtenstein or some oh, weird made-up country. <laughs> um, I don't remember what where it was. But, like, you were crazy, and it was, you were switched at birth, and you're really a princess of this country, and they just figured it out. <laughs> nice. So, you know, we're going to give you back to them. Mm-hmm. And then she <laughs> goes to whatever this country is, and... um. She is now the princess, and she's doing all this princess stuff, and this she's not into it because she wants to wear jeans, and they want her to wear hoop skirts. And <laughs> hoop skirts. She's into taxidermy, and she wants to be a veterinary. <laughs> Whoa! So much Hold on, conflict. I'm sorry. Anyways, is this a horror book? This book? And I was super into it, and then I got to this part where, like, she was like going to this library or something, and there was this like somewhat teen but like definitely a couple years older than her like boy who is supposed to be a reporter who like Uh-oh. follows her to this library <gasps> and oh, they no. talk for like a page and a half mm-hmm. and then I remember flipping the page and like on the next page and they're 
the book was like, and then they started making out, and they're like making out in this library, and it's supposed to be like super passionate, and like she's really into this guy, but my fifth grade brain could not wrap my head around what the hell had just happened. I was like, she doesn't know this boy, like, she doesn't understand, like, oh they barely God. talk, like, why is she making out with them? Oh, my God. And it drove me insane. Like, I became obsessed with the idea that there must have been pages missing from this book, and it made me so angry, but I never got to know, like, what really happened between these two and why they'd be making out. Oh, my um, God. But I think it was just not. Oh, my God. So, the three-minute mark was reached let me see we may not have heard back from rachel no i think we didn't hear back from rachel but oh thank you God. so much for calling rachel that is that that's, is something i my mind so totally would have too like I, you know when you're like in fifth grade you don't really get like hot heated whatever <laughs> so you're kind of like what <laughs> how sensible like, it was she doesn't even know him that's very adorable <laughs> that's so cute thank you thank you rachel okay so this one is from Alex and is addressed to, hi, teen, teen Chris. Hi, teen creeps. This is oh, Alex again. He tried so hard, too. He tried really hard. Um, Alex, I haven't heard teen creeps? Freak to tell. Okay. That's not really pretentious me saying this is Alex again. <laughs> um, but anyway, when I was in fifth grade, before I knew I was gay, I had, I thought I had a crush on my best friend. Uh, I guess it turns out I just really wanted to be her friend. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, uh, so during uh, like a pre-recorded recording of um, Obama's inauguration that they showed to all the fifth graders. Oh my god! In you're the young. school library, I like leaned over into her ear and I was like, "Will you go out with me?" And she said, "No, but oh. maybe someday." Oh. And then turns out that. Um, she had a crush on another redhead kid and that I thought that she was talking about me when she said that she had a crush on a redhead kid. Oh, no. Uh, so that was embarrassing. And then <laughs> oh, no. the, the same year, I, uh, we had these, like, these, like, math books. It was, like, a book and it was, like, full of math problems. And, and every week we would be assigned a certain number of them. Like, and work I, And I didn't do them one things. week. And I was like, okay, tell her she's really cool. She'll, she'll, she'll cover me. So I gave her my, like, my empty homework, and I was like, okay, I have to go to the bathroom. And I left, and I got back, and everyone was staring at me, and the teacher was like, Alex, why didn't you do your homework? And I looked at Kelsey, Kelsey. And, and she was, like, confused as if she should have known what to do because I didn't tell her to do anything. <laughs> um, I guess that's pretty embarrassing, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. I love the podcast. Oh, Alex, we yeah. love you. Oh my god! Like you're like, she's like you. You just you could not read Kelsey. You just had you a could not read up, her. You had a problem with reading Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> I once had a kid tell me um, that before he knew he was gay, he had a crush on me, and or he thought he did. And uh -huh. then he was like, well, he didn't explain it. Like I just wanted to be your friend. He was just like, you know, before I knew I was gay, I thought I had a crush on you, and I was like cool <laughs> that was like the I closest it, i got to anybody awesome. having a crush on me <laughs> i was like i guess that's cool i imagine that yeah it's kind of like i'm i don't feel this for any woman but i like you a lot mm -hmm. so maybe that's what maybe this that's is. what it is because everyone says i'm supposed to feel this so yeah i guess this is the same yeah that's funny <laughs> All right, one more. This is from Simon. Oh, and it's addressed to Lindsay and Kelly. I got it right. Oh, <sighs> boring, Simon. Simon. Mumble when you call next time. Hey, Lindsay and Kelly. This is, uh, my name is Simon. Hi, and, Simon. And uh, this is a story Simon. from the early 2000s, back when I uh, was uh, living in Alabama and homeschooled. Oh. So one night, my uh, friends and I thought it would be a really great idea to go rollerblading in the middle of the night in the abandoned hospital what? in the center of our town. What? Are you a, a nonsense? So and of course, it's just 
creepiest fucking possible. Yes. It's completely dark. Simon. You can't see anything. We're shining our flashlights oh around. Oh, God. You're a ghost. And then we turn a corner. You're a ghost and you're calling us. And we see this room <gasps> that is no. filled with a sick red liquid. No. What? And it is Shut everywhere. Your fucking it's face. covering the walls. It is what? inches deep. And of course, we all freak out. Oh, my God. And so we're, we're, we, Jump in our cars and we drive. Question: Are your rollerblades like still on? Yeah. Are you driving the rollerblades on? Stop and get out and kind of discuss what the hell we're supposed to do since we think you know somebody's been murdered here and we need to call the cops. And so finally, um, one guy volunteered and he's like, "Y'all guys stay here. I'll go to the cops." And we'll see what happens. Stay here. Um, Why did anyone have to? So you guys all separate. No, you should have been a train of rollerblades, and we would have pulled you. Flying around tons of us. bats. What? And uh, and we're all just tense. Just we're gonna get in trouble. Oh my gosh, the cops are gonna arrest us for uh, breaking into oh, uh, see, an abandoned building. And it turns out the cops didn't care, and the red liquid that was everywhere was actually uh, a form of iodine that some bright soul thought was a good idea to oh, leave man. in an abandoned hospital because what the hell could possibly have to go wrong there. Oh, man. Anyway, love the show. Holy um, shit, dude. I guess that's it. I can't believe you were on rollerblades this whole time. <laughs> that's oh, terrifying. This is a, that was amazing. That is terrifying. What a fucking story. I'm going to go back and... Because funny enough, I wonder if the transcript said Simon, but it's kind of sound like you said Timon. Hey, Lindsay and Kelly, this is uh, my name is Timon. Oh, Timon. And, Timon. Uh, this is a story from the. Oh, well, Timon. Now no, the no. transcript got your name wrong. So you were on rollerblades, and your name was Timon. That's fucking crazy. And you saw blood. But it was iodine in a oh fucking abandoned God. hospital. You're crazy. Never going in an abandoned hospital. If we get, How if we get, you? if we, if we hear, get, uh, no, here's if the thing. If we hear that any of you go into an abandoned hospital, you are in so much trouble. Okay, so that's the message from Lindsay. The message from Kelly is, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be different. <laughs> a thousand Patreon uh, subscribers. Mm-mm. I'm going to make Lindsay Mm-mm. go. Th- so every time we get into the elevator the where we up. do our where we do our thing, no. there is a no. basement no. sign, I and I always want to click. It. I always want to click basement. No. I will wear a GoPro on my head and handcuff Lindsay no. to me and bring her into the fucking basement. <laughs> I refuse. I and I'm refuse. saying a thousand eight dollar patrons. <laughs> I'm t- <laughs> it has to be a thousand eight dollar patrons. I will drag Lindsay into that fucking basement with a night vision GoPro on my head. Fucking Here's dare the, you. We all have a price. We all have a price. <laughs> and my price for betrayal is eight thousand we'll dollars. We'll see. We'll see what kind of money this brings in. <laughs> and then maybe I have a price. And then maybe she does have a price. And then maybe, and maybe it's but we'll have to see. We'll just have we'll to just have see. To see. We'll, we'll have to see. see. We'll have to see. Um, thank that was you great for calling in, you, guys, you guys. We love when you call. It's great. It's great. Um, thank you so much for listening. And um, I know we joked about the Patreon subscribers, but you guys do make our podcast possible. Um, we really appreciate you and love you uh, for producing our show. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get on that train, it's Patreon.com/slash/TeenCreeps. Uh, and like we said, next week we're talking uh, Dream Date, Dream Date by Sinclair Smith. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog 